What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is great to see you all tonight. We are finally back live for the yes. first time in about a month and a half. We've been having to do pre-recorded because of our work schedules, just not allowing us to uh, do it. But uh, as always, I am your host and founder of Southpaw's Tales of the Barstool, JD. And to my right is my sexy and funny wife, Kat. Say hello. Hello. I'm actually uh, sharing it right now. So uh, through Facebook, doesn't automatically go to my Facebook. It goes to yours. It goes to Southpaw's. Uh, and it goes to, your, I think, your work Southpaw. I don't know. It goes to three different ones. It doesn't go directly to mine. I actually have to go to JD's. Can't go to the other two. I have to go to JD's Facebook and share it from there. So it Well, if I pay another 180 year. something dollars a year, then I can have it go to yours directly. Well, with our next round of sponsors, yeah, maybe that's, that's something We're gonna upgrade. So um, real quick, maybe if you not. are joining us live, you want to comment, uh, Frank, I see you're already here. Uh, please go to uh, streamyard.com slash uh, Facebook. Give them permission to see your name. They don't get to do anything else if except you for see your name. If you don't, Go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook and give them permission to see uh, your name. And all we see is Facebook user. We're going to give you a fucked up name. You shall be Sir Gropes-a-Lot today. Yes. Sir Gropes-a-Lot, Sir even if you're Gropes. a female, because we don't assume Jim. Oh, Jimmer? Well, yeah, we do. Jimbers. Jimbers. So uh, tonight we're going to be doing the uh, generational battle royale, as seen a little bit wow. earlier. Um, we definitely want you guys to chime in if we can get some phone calls yeah. going or if we can get some uh, people joining us live because on the broadcast. You might not be the generation you think you are. We found oh. out that we aren't. So uh, there you go. Yeah, they keep reclassifying. But uh, let's do. go ahead and keep moving forward here. Um, tonight, we're going to do the last of the uh, beers that I got for my birthday yeah. to sample because we haven't had them yet. Thank you, so, Brandy. So and thank you, Eric Brandy Griffin. and Eric. Uh, Thank you. Good, sir. Okay, so let me get on the banner here so you can tell you what we're having. Ding. Oh, my goodness. What Ding. is going Ding. on with the mouse? There Ding. we go. Ding. So, yeah, as I said, this is the last of the birthday beers. It is uh, Odell Brewing Company out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, it's 90 shilling um, amber ale. Never had it. We're about ah. to uh, tell you if it's any good or not. Uh, it sounds good opening the can, but then again, every beer sounds good opening. <laughs> sounds like the first. So, first impression has a nice, nice color. It's uh, definitely amber. It almost has a color of like a heffy, right? How dare you? Only we can use that word. <laughs> oh, and thanks to JD's sister, Kathy. Uh, it says group therapy <laughs> on our koozies. I, uh, I love them. They're cute. Got them for Christmas. Oh, that's tasty. That is tasty. It's 5.3% alcohol by yeah. volume. It's got a, it's really crisp. I think this would be a really good, like, late summer, early fall when it's still oh, no, in the this 80s, is a 90s. Fall. This is a fall beer. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think it's a good hot day beer. Oh, well. Um, I would say yes on first taste, but that back end, mm -mm. it's got some kind of like weedy back into it, which reminds me of fall. So, uh, Sir Gropes a lot. As a quick reminder, go to uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook. Give them permission to use your name. That way we can see who it is because all I can see is it says Facebook user. Great Love that Colorado beer. beer. Great is, Colorado beer. Is what Sir so, Gropes a lot says. So, you're so now Sir Gropes a lot. Welcome, Sir Gropes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and knock out our sponsors real quick so we can get into the good, good here. Awesome. So, our first. Sponsor, as always, is 5 by 5 Brewing Company. They are Battleborn, Texas-made veteran brewing company based out of Mission, Texas. Yeah, they are. Uh, Co-founded by Armony vet 
uh, George Rice with beers like 40 millimeter stout, uh, brunette bombshell and foobar. It's no surprise. This brewery is taking over the Texas markets from the Valley to the coastal bin. Ask your local bar, restaurant or grocer to start carrying five by five brewing today. You can get a hold of them at five X five brewing.com facebook.com slash five X five brewing. You can call them directly at nine, five, six, four, four, five, five, four, two, one, or email them at info at five X five brewing.com. Yeah, you can. And by the way, George, I'm sorry that I'm drinking another beer. I know we normally drink the five by five, but it was it's free. It's first my birthday. Your sponsorship is running up soon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to punish you again? We'll get another beer in here. All right. Next, we have the Legion of Loan Officers founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. The Legion of Loan Officers is America's masterminds for smart mortgage professionals where you learn to attract 10 realtors you love working with. Get your free copy of Nick's book, The Legion, The Loan Officer Strategy Guide at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Just pay a small shipping and handling fee. Or you can go to Facebook forward slash Legion Loan Officers forward slash. Oh my gosh. I thought it's so I'm difficult, isn't it? Mail it today. And I it is so difficult to read things directly off the paper. Y'all laugh at us, y'all make fun of us, but it's kind of hard when you're under the gun. Have you ever taken public speaking in college? It is not that easy. Okay. And I was enrolled to college once. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, our next uh, sponsor is OMOG Construction, founded by Marine Vet Seth Knox. And by the way, happy uh, Marine birthday tomorrow to yes. all you crown eaters. Um, happy Marine I'm not a Marine, birthday. but I definitely appreciate the way that y'all party. Uh, but uh, Marine Vet <laughs> Seth Knox and Matt Anders, uh, they're general contractors serving the greater Houston, Texas area with focus on concrete. No job too big or too small from residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads. OMOG Construction has you covered. You can find information about them at omogco.com, facebook.com slash omogco, or Instagram, omogco. That's omako. Omoko. Um, that stands for one Mexican, one wedo. Wedo is Spanish slang for white dude. Boom. Next is the veteran talk show with Ryan Smeltz. He's a standard wiper. He, he wipes. He wipes standing. That's he right. wipes standing up, and he even like tagged JD on something on Facebook. It was a post today. Yeah, yeah. That said that there's two types of wipers: the ones that wipe standing up, the ones that wipe sitting down, and the other they're not aware that the other ones exist. Which is yeah, so they strange. were they were not aware until they watched our show, and now and now we can't stop thinking about. So it. all you standard wipers, you're all fucking you weird. <laughs> all right, so uh, a soldier and airman and a marine walk into a room. Veteran talk show is the punchline. Veteran Talk Show is more about the veterans on the show than the ones who watch it. An unorthodox version of therapy. They talk about things with each other they've never told anyone else, at least until now. Working to support sexual assault victims, assault prevention, and stopping veteran suicide. They maintain a research page on their website, including Richard Kaufman's book, A Hero's Journey. Come watch the organized chaos at www.veterantalkshow.com or facebook.com forward slash veteran talk show. That's the best one it. I've done. All right, our final uh, sponsor for tonight is Pirates Coast Realty Group with Wendy Johnson. If you're buying, selling, or leasing in the Texas coastal bin, give Wendy the Pirate Girl a call and she will find your treasure. Whether you're looking for your dream home on the beach or a buccaneer to buy your empty crow's nest, Pirates Coast Realty Group gets you the gold. You can find her at facebook.com slash thatpirategirl. You can email her at thatpirategirl247. That's the numerals. Don't spell it out. Thatpirategirl247 at gmail.com. Or you can give her a call during business hours at 361-205-2048. Awesome. 
And before we get going, there's one other thing I want to bring up. We do not normally get political, but for a very, very limited time, the company that I own, South Polyser Concepts, the hat company. He's plugging. I am plugging. I own this shit. I might as well. Boom. I don't know how well you can see it, but you can go to uh, getsouthpaw.com and you can get your own Let's Go Brandon uh, hashtag FJB uh, hat koozie or morale patch. Let's uh, see how many people we lose with that. Come on. Nope. The numbers, <laughs> numbers steady. The I was talking the about there. Steady. I was talking about it on our group, but nice try, dude. Don't act like, oh, our, our eight people who always watch us are still there. You're <laughs> welcome. No, I'm not talking about those people. Uh, it already starts. Oh, Mark. Mark said, and I'm going to pull it up here because it's real funny. I could use some sexual assault. <laughs> like, towards you, you or I should you. I call the police on you? Oh, and um, Sir Gropes a lot said, sup, fuckers. <laughs> I think that's that's Sir Fucks, Sir Sir Gropes a lot Jr. I mean, no, I guess I'm assuming there there's more, more than, than one. one? Now we're going to call them all. Yeah. So, all you Facebook users that don't go to streamyard.com slash Facebook. Yeah. And give so, a to your let name. us know what y'all are drinking. Uh, we already told you what we are, and we're the only one that the only ones that has. So we're just going to assume all of y'all are drinking milk. <laughs> so, I don't know why milk. Uh, as I said, tonight we're going to be talking about the oh, towards uh, him. Mark says that he wants the sexual assault towards him. Now we have that. Covered. So, so it is the generational battle royale. We're yes, going to compare and contrast to our generation yes. or our generations because apparently we're from different generations. Even though we're fucking married, it's weird. Um, the well, the whole you're a cradle rubber. But the whole way that this got started um, was, it was a it was lunch break. I was working nights at the, out of the mill, and we were discussing various ways that that people discipline their children. Yeah, and of course, how we were disciplined when we were children. And I was really surprised at how many people that are barely younger than me, you know, like. In, in their early 30s, late 20s, how lenient they are. And, and they're very... Uh, yeah. um, I, don't, I don't even know the term to use, but basically like coddling. Uh, uh, they, coddling isn't the right term, but it's along those lines. Do, as you far mind as if I, do you mind if I... Yeah, jump on in. It is called the participation reward parents. They want to give their, their kid a gold medal... For doing absolutely nothing. Not even the bare minimum. They want them to get a medal for showing the fuck up. Oh, you woke up today? Good for you, baby. Uh-uh. No, I don't hey, play that. I want an award for waking up. It is rough getting out of bed these days. I give you mouth hugs. That doesn't count as a... Oh, and speaking of which, JD's in the doghouse right now because last night I said, okay, if I want to spend 150 bucks, how many mouth hugs would that be? He said 40 that is $3.75 per mouth hug. That's insulting. No, it's not. I just want a lot of mouth hugs. No, it's insulting that you... No, it should be complimentary. Them to it's complimentary that I want four, you to give me that many. For less should, than $4. You should feel proud of yourself. Less like, than $4 per but you're like, mouth hug? Are but, you high? No, no. You should be like, man, he really loves my no, mouth hugs. I no. can't believe he wants me to get so many. No, you are dumb. You would have said, well, one mouth hug is worth a million dollars. But if you would give me five, I'd be happy. That would have been the right response, you dick bag. I don't even have a penis and I know this. Moving on. He's in the doghouse because no, he thinks no. that my mouth hugs are only worth three bucks. So that's why. Boom. So moving on. Oh, did you want me to tell them their age groups? Okay. So, so 
before she tells you, she's going to break down what this yes, uh, marketing firm breaks down the the years born yes. for certain generations, the silence, the boomers, the and Gen then, Xers, etc. Yeah. And and put down what years you think like Gen Xer goes to yeah, where go Gen Y, now. millennials, all that stuff. Put it in Don't the comments Google right it. now. Don't Google it. Put it in the comments right now and we're going to put some up there so that people can see before I announce. But, but I knew or I, I, I know the answers, but I'm going to tell you what I thought it was before Kat told me. And I thought yes. that the boomers were until um, late 50s, early 60s. I'm not going to break it down to an exact year. Um, yes. Gen Xers were up to 79. I thought we were Gen Xers. And then Correct. I thought, I thought, you Gen, thought I, was I thought generation. Gen Y was like 80 to 90 ish. Yeah. Millennials were 90 was, to 2000. And it. then. So you thought I was a Generation Y? Yeah, I thought got it was Generation it. Y. See, I thought I was a Generation X. He thought I was a Generation Y. We were. Technically both wrong, but let's see. So what? Okay, look, Mr. Grubbs <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Shit, I got fifty dollars in my pocket right, now. I'm gonna Kat. jump on Facebook okay, and see who the that, hell According is. to JD, that's worth like ten mouth hugs. According to me, you need to keep going there, Sir Grubbs a lot, because no. Uh, what do you mean cat and JD time? So anyway, uh, go ahead and put on there what you think each generation is, or at least the generation you're in. Like, tell us what you think you are, because yeah, you don't have to tell us the year you're born, because then once I tell you, you it might not be what you think it is. I hope, I mean, for some of y'all, you'll probably bang on. But if you're like, I'd say 40 and less, you 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 might be off like a lot. But I think I think um, what most people outside of these marketing firm definitions, I think most people would believe that Gen X, Gen Ys were the last ones to seriously start getting their asses beat whenever they were screwing up, and by by mom and dad, and that yeah. was, and, and I think it was the later part of the Y generation, late uh, mid to late eighties is when they really started coddling and doing the participation trophy bullshit. Yeah. Um, our it's parents like, definitely got it that's a lot thing. harder than we I did. I think, uh, I don't, I don't know about you. I got, you probably didn't cause you were rotten, but, uh, I got my ass beat. I got my ass beat. I got my ass beat. And I think a lot of people in my generation, or at least I thought they did. I thought they got their ass beat. So I thought maybe they were trying to go the opposite direction. Like we're going to coddle our kids cause we got our asses beat. Not realizing you got your ass beat and you're a functional adult, at least for the most part. Like, did it? Did you die? Did it really hurt you? And now looking back, I totally get it. I deserved every ass beating I got. Thank you, mom and dad. Not really, but thank you. Ha, ha. <laughs> They're probably on here. Lady Thompson, who is Nene, who grew up down the street from me, oh, she says, yeah. I got my ass beat. See? She proves it. She's Absolutely. in the comments. Absolutely. We're going to put her on here. Hey, look, see? Ass beat. So we got oh, a couple. She saw me get my ass Dallas beat. Dallas thinks that he's a Generation X. And Dallas. <laughs> Boomers are 30s to 40s. Wait, what? No, the boomers <laughs> are in the or the uh, born no, no, in the fifties no. and sixties because they were after uh, World War Two. They were uh, yes, World War Two babies. But this is more funny because he thinks that we're boomers. Okay, that is hilarious to me. Oh, the new definition of boomers no. is like anybody older than like no twenty five. <laughs> yeah. So why don't but you go ahead and break funny. go ahead and break everybody's hearts with the generational breakdown? All right, everybody. So here we go. So this is according to an advertisement website, and I'll tell you why. They broke it down by generation, so then they could break down the marketing technique to use for each. 
So here we go. The silent generation, which is older than probably anyone who's watching this show. Like silent movies? I guess. It was 1928 to 1945. Baby boomers, 1946 to 1964. Hey, I was pretty close on that one. Generation X. 1965 to 1980, which means I am not Generation X. There is no Generation Y. It goes from that to millennials who are born 1981 to 1996. That means I'm a, I'm, I'm a millennial, which I don't So agree according to uh, advertising and marketing with. agencies, there is no Gen Y. No. And, and then, everybody that's... And then there's Generation Z, which is 1997 to 2012. So this is how they break it down. I'm not going to go over the baby boomer. Well, I, I guess I'd go over the baby boomer marketing. I, I don't think they have a silent generation marketing. So they believe the baby boomers, it says target them on Facebook, offer several support options such as emails and phone. It says mobile is still important for marketing to boomers. Good to know. So they just think that everything needs to be followed up with email and phone call, but you can go on social media, but they prefer email and phone call, which it might be. So if you're a, if you're a, boomer, a boomer, go ahead and put it on there. <laughs> Mark says, I guess I'm a boomer. Um, uh, Mark said, the other Mark says, I'm Generation X. There's gen- Frank, are you Generation X? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So that's the baby boomers. So if you agree and you're a baby boomer, go ahead and put it on there. So Generation X, JD's generation. It says marketing techniques. One, build brand loyalty by simplifying the purchase process. Fuck yeah. Make it, make it, make it stupid simple for me. Utilize the influence of video advertising because they are visual because they're from the VCR CD generation, which I love the fact that they put that on there. I'm like, yeah, they are <laughs> so cute. Uh, and it says, what the fuck's wrong with the VCR? Nothing. I still have VHS tapes. Nothing. Uh, and it says <laughs> offer rewards and loyalty programs because they on they, I guess that's one of their things is like keyword for Generation X is loyalty. So there you go. So because it was in two of the three best practices for Generation X, it says loyalty. See, I'm too fucking lazy there to keep go. up with ro- loyalty points and shit like that. Well, there you go. And so millennials, one, engage users through influencer marketing. Blah. I know as, as I have my own podcast, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> number two, online reviews are important for brand reputation and revenue. Okay. Look, I go on Amazon and I do look up the reviews, but that's because I can't touch it. I have to go by people who have touched it are telling me it's like, it's like before I dated JD, this girl's been with them. I'm like, all right, you got to give me the deep. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but yeah. She talked to all two of them. I had to get the reviews. The ver- hey, he had a 4.1 star review. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Four star review is pretty good. Huh? Yeah. Could scale it like 10. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> Ensure you have a consistent brand identity. 
I guess because gen- millennials are lackadaisical and they can't focus. I don't know. And then Generation Z, which is the new generation that's 1997 and on, it says personalization matters. If you everything needs to be personalized specifically for them. Narcissistic. Yeah. Use influencer marketing to reach your audience and establish your brand persona across social media. What I find hilarious about these influences is like you're you're 22. You, you didn't graduate college. Yeah. You've never owned a business. No. You've never held a full-time job outside of part-time gig at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> part-time gig at Hooters. Okay. And and you're trying to tell me what to do this, to succeed in life. You know, says, go fuck yourself. This one youngster. does say that there is a generation X, but it is grouped with the millennials. Oh, the Gen together. Y, yeah. Gen Y and the millennials are together on this. So it says, baby boomers, your typical traits. Oh, I guess we'll go over that in a little bit, maybe. <laughs> so let me know. I don't know. Oh, Mark says, screw VCR. Betamax. Betamax, baby. Betamax. You just like Dallas still has the VCR. You know what? So does my sister. I love going to Amanda's house. It's like a time warp. Like she's got <laughs> she literally opens up her her couch. She has a hidden compartment. Her couch has nothing but VHS tapes. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like what is happening? She has instinct dolls in her house somewhere. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I, think, I, I think the only uh, tapes I still have, I have um, Pink Floyd's The Wall on video. I have the corn uh, Who Then Now on VHS. I have <laughs> uh, Sub Pop. It was a, it was a documentary about the rise of, of Seattle music. Mark says... I'm going to make a TikTok video with the dial-up sound. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mark, you're using my minutes. <laughs> you're using so, my minutes. Call after eight when calls are free. So that leads right into what we're talking about. It's like yeah. the younger generation will never, ever know the frustration of no. almost almost or... downloading your 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 internet porn and your mom picks up the phone and oh, screws up your line no. and you're like, you have to start all over again. No. After you waited 20 minutes for a photo. Eric, I totally agree. Bring black... Bring back Blockbuster. I guess there's still only one in existence. There's Is that correct? One there's in one Washington in existence. State. And uh, I totally dug that. Like I could, you know, you're like, oh, please be here. Just one, just one. Maybe someone returned it. Let's check at the counter. <laughs> I think what returned video. What a lot of people don't realize about Blockbuster, and, and it's something I miss, is it was an event. It got you out of the fucking house. Even if it was to go get shit to come back to the house, but you went there, you went there as a group generally if, if, with with your boyfriend or girlfriend or a couple of your buddies or something like that. Yeah. And everybody chose, generally you'd choose like a really shitty movie on purpose and then something like the brand new, whatever it was. And you're hoping that the case actually had one in there. Yeah. Yes. How many times have you pulled up the case and it was empty? Like, oh. Yeah. So Mark says, my concern is what generation would you want by your side in a gunfight or war? Well, I'll tell you what, baby boomer or generation X. JD's generation. Because like I said, they're not scared to get their ass beat and they still keep going. They still keep moving. They don't they don't get their feelings hurt. That's why like anytime someone at the hospital is like, oh, I'm sorry if I offended you. And I'm like, if you offended me, I'm going to get you a medal because that's like, that's why it said, I didn't think I was a millennial. And it really disgusts me that ever, it's... That's another thing is, is you mentioned uh, we're not afraid just, to get our asses beat. Nope. Um, yeah, I, I'm talking from experience. It sucks to get your ass beat. Yeah. However, we weren't quick to pull out knives and guns and shit when we got in a fight. You got your ass kicked. 
And either you avoided that person or you were best friends with that person. There you like, go. there's a lot of dudes I was in fist fights with that ended up being really good friends of mine afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, you. how many times have you seen on the news or even seen on Facebook scrolling through and it was fist fight turns into multiple shooting where all these other innocent bystanders get blown to shit. Mark says, uh, remember the metal slides at the park in the summertime? Look, oh, Mark, that squeaking sound. Nothing says childhood like second degree burns on the back of your legs. And that, nothing. that squeak that yeah. it made when you slid down is that. And it's the blisters popping open and, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, uh, Frank says dialing 411. Yes. Even before, uh, yes, for information, Star Six Seven. Remember yeah, that? Remember yeah. when Star Six Seven came out? Like, ooh, or Star yeah. Six Nine? Star Six Nine is, yeah, that's funny. Four one one for information. But look at, at it. Just in my lifetime, started with Nintendo was the big thing. Like uh, Atari was when I was really, really young. Me so too. I, really could, I barely remember Atari. I mean, Atari was around, but I wasn't there for like the, the big intro and the big push for it. I think yeah. Nintendo My dad had back. it. My dad bought an Atari, took it to my parents' bedroom because they actually had a TV in their, be- TV in their bedroom and in the oh, living room. Oh, y'all were rich. Now, I know. And that's the thing. At the time, I didn't think so. But then looking back, I was like, no one else had two TVs. So he had a TV in the bedroom. He he took the Atari into their bedroom. He wouldn't let us play with it. My dad sitting there on the bed playing Atari. It was awesome. So you, and you, I remember that. It was one of my first memories. Did your parents have a TV that was a piece of furniture? Oh my like, god, yes. It was the gigantic um, like Do dresser you not thing? remember coming and visiting my house upstairs in the loft in my parents' house that they built? In the loft area, we still had to like, we were the remote, click, click, click. And it was huge. And it was wooden and the TV is inside oh, of it. That's where you had the fine tune knob too. To yes. where you can, if you hit it just right, you can, you can uh, get the pay channels. Oh my God. I bet you did, you dirty bitch. I was like, I don't know if that's an elbow or a boob, but I'm jerking okay, to Okay, look, I can actually hear this. Sega. No. Sega. <laughs> Either or, Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that a different generational thing? So that's why I thought you and I were both the same generation because we both got our asses handed to us and we were fine. We dust ourselves off. We move on with our lives. You know, I don't know. Just I mean, we're, personality we're fairly wise. close in age. You would think that we'd be in the same generation, if not bordering generations. Yeah, I, I, like I hate the, the fact that they got rid of Gen Y. I mean, it's for I agree. And the fact that it was absorbed into the millennials of all things. Uh, Come on, you bastards. Oi. So... With that being said, let's look at the characteristics of each group. So we do have a baby boomer on here, at least one, right? I believe. And I don't I don't want to call them out. I know that they said it, but I'm just gonna just roll with it. So baby boomers, it says that your typical traits are idealistic, revolutionary, and collectivist. I'm not sure what it means by collectivist, but I can see the revolutionary just I think because the boomers, I think, have the largest amount of uh, preppers. I think, rev- like, are know. they talking about them being nostalgic and they're collecting things from, you know what I mean? Because then I'm a collectivist <laughs> because I like older and... No, no, you're you know, a hoarder. Care- but it's okay I because not, I am too. I am not No, we're both hoarders. My house is clean. It is gorgeous. It is nice. Oh, we're not like TV-worthy hoarders, but we, we like stuff. We I like, like things. old things with personality. I like use things. I like repurpose things. I like things that have a story to it. So yeah, but maybe uh, your generation, Generation X, typical traits, materialistic, 
competitive and individualistic. So you're independent. Mm -hmm. Things matter to you (laughs) and you're competitive. I I think I'm a little more competitive than you are. Prove it. I think I'm, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, don't let me forget. I want to go back to uh, Lady Thompson's comment. Whenever you're done with this, don't let me forget. Okay. Almost done. We got two more. Uh, Generation Y slash millennials. The typical traits are globalist, questioning, and self-orientated. Well, I'll definitely agree with the self-orientated, but not like me. That's why I said I don't think I fit there. Can I just take like parts of whatever? And then, and then Generation Z, which is the new generation who's less than twenty-four now. Uh, Typical traits: undefined ID, dialoguer, and realist. Okay, realists. They're they're far from realists. Yeah, realists. Was this written, Are you crazy? It, was this written by one of them? Like undefined ID, totally get it. Those bastards don't know their ass from the hole in the ground, which is why they can't even identify their own gender. Like that, I totally get. <laughs> I totally get that. But like, come on now. Like you are not a realist. Like no. And like the whole millennials being globalists. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, awesome. Whatever. It doesn't make them a, a creature of the world. They don't know shit about the world. They just think they know shit about the world because they see in social media and, the, and it's telling them about the world. They have no personal experience for themselves. They have no knowledge based on their own interaction, their own life experiences. They're taking it from other people. It's fake. It's fake knowledge that they've they've adapted to and, and absorbed from so social media and passing it off as their own knowledge. It's not the same thing as being global, like a globalist. A globalist is someone who has traveled the world and understands parts of the world because they've experienced it. They haven't experienced dick. I'm sorry. Or at least most of them. Sorry if I'm classifying <laughs> you. I'm fine. All right. Scroll back up to <laughs> ladies comment and bring that up for me real quick. This uh, one. I remember that one. Yeah, I, uh, lady and I, as I said, she she and I grew up on the same block, um, along with uh, Mark Gallagher, who was watching earlier. I don't know, I don't know if he's still on, but yeah, we used to go on adventures and and treasure hunting, making our own stories up as we went along, just riding our bikes to a field and just making shit up. And then, is this know. where you didn't have to go home until the lights came on on the street? Yeah, you didn't go like home that. until I like that. I grew up in the country. I didn't have that. I love that. Yeah, you did not go home until. It was dark or until you heard your mom's whistle from like three blocks away. Cause my mom had a ridiculous fucking whistle, but that was it. And then if you were home before that, it was because you were in trouble Ooh. or cause you needed to go to the hospital. But I think our kids aren't too bad. They like to go outside and they like to play, but I've seen other, I don't other friends, whistle. kids, our ages that you can't get them outside, but that's very true. So, but one, we but don't, also, we don't have to whistle. Okay, look, I'll be honest. I kind of enjoy the technology to a degree because they text me like Daniel's riding his bike. Hey, I'm stopping off at Rikers. I'll be here for a few minutes. I'll text them when dinner's ready, whatever. But they do go out and play a lot. I will say that. But you're right. A lot of kids their age are glued to their electronics. Our kids aren't. We have like tech time that they're allowed a day. But in, in some of the parents' defense, I can definitely see the fear in letting them go out because we are in a different world than what it was when we were growing up. Where it's far, there are far more abductions. There are far more. Devil's just, advocate. Are you ready? Uh, are you ready for this? Coming from someone who's been watching a lot of unsolved mysteries recently, like old school unsolved mysteries. Uh, Baby, 
the amount of abductions I don't think has increased. I think the publicity of the abductions have increased. I think they were always there, but now we have social media and outlets to advertise it more prevalently. That's what I think. I think they were always there. I think that danger was always out there. I think now it's just seen a lot more, which is a good thing. It should be seen and we should be doing something about it. So that's God, I, I will Devil's humbly disagree that I, I believe there are more humbly humbly. Oh, well, as long as it's humbly. Yeah, it, it's humble. It's a humble disagreement. <laughs> as opposed to a what? <laughs> um, I have an offensive disagreement to that. Offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. <laughs> but or or even if there's not more, the the fear of it is a lot more than what it was at the time. And and I mean shit, growing up in Bebo, I don't know any kids that were kidnapped growing do, up at do all. Do you know any now? Personally? But I've seen the stories of them. Yeah. But again, that could just be more But it's just I don't know. It's like I said, I don't know anyone personally that's been abducted. I didn't as a kid. I don't now. I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's more prevalent. I, I have no idea. I don't know. But I think it would be it definitely easy feels as though it does. To, yeah, I think it would but I think it would be easy to feel that way because of the But that might be why a lot of the parents don't let the kids outside. I get it. And, and I get honestly, it. I don't let the kids Yeah, I get it. on as long of a leash that I was on growing up. Um See, and Mark Mark actually agrees with me. He said, exactly, Kat. Pictures on milk cartons when I was a kid. Exactly. Like, they had milk cartons. They did have unsolved mysteries, but in, you know, Rescue 911 and things like that. But it wasn't like this. There's so many outlets. And now we get alerts on our phone with every child abduction. Oh, my God. You'll every get Amber alerts daily. One. Yes. You get daily, Amber sometimes alerts, multiple but that's a day. An, oh, that wasn't until recent that we got those. So Amber's parents should be ashamed. There's, yeah, she's their terrible parents. Yeah, Amber over like, and over. CPS and over. needs to invest Amber's parents. Terrible. Actually, actually, I apologize to okay. Amber's parents, whose Sir, the whole bill was named after. Sir yeah. Gropes a lot said my friend's sister was abducted as an adult. Oh, and see, that's the thing. Women being abducted is becoming it, it seems like it's more prevalent as well With like the I whole said, sex trafficking thing is yes. crazy yeah and like women being raped on their on the way to their cars they're actually showing videos of how these guys are doing it like they like in broad daylight in a target parking lot and how they can abduct you real fast where they just basically throw you in the back of your own vehicle as you're loading up your shit and drive off with you. Like there's someone waiting at your door. There's someone walking behind you like they're going to go to the store. They throw you in the back, close it, and the person's already in the driveway and they drive off before you can do shit about it. It is terrifying. Freaking terrifying. Like There was actually, it was uh, somewhere in early springtime here. I got a text from one of the neighbors saying that we needed to start carrying open on the street because there was um, a van that tried abducting a kid like eight I houses heard, down from heard, our house. Yeah, I heard about that too. And that's so yeah, it's uh that's why I have range cards letting me know um <laughs> what my weapon efficiencies from every single window in the house. So I grew up in the country. I didn't get the whole uh you could be out until dark and stuff like that. So I appreciate the fact that JD got to experience that. And that was one of the things like when I was growing up, like, man, I want to raise my kids in a neighborhood so they can do the same thing and have friends, you know, and hang out with them. And then stuff like this is all over the news. And you're like, shit. 
And that's the one thing that I'm like very particular about is like, like Daniel went missing the other day. He was next door helping a neighbor kid with the yard work. He is a badass kid who was helping a friend out. A friend, actually not even a friend, a kid he didn't even know. He went to go help a kid he didn't even know. So he was doing like the best thing ever. So of course I can't be mad, but his, we got, we were right around the corner of our friend's house. We walked back home. He's not here. His phone's there, like here at the house. So he doesn't even and have a like phone on him. this is like unheard of behavior for It him. is. He never just goes like, yeah. He left our friend's house, what, 30 minutes before us or something. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go to the house. Okay, great. We come home. He's gone. And we're calling him and calling him, realize his phone's downstairs. And I panicked. I did. I was calling every neighbor whose phone number I have, trying to figure out where my damn kid is. And he just walked back in the house. Hey, how you doing? All sweaty and gross because he was doing yard work. Um, real quick, Mark was asking what we are sipping on tonight. This is the last of the beers I got for my birthday. It is um, Odell Brewing Company's 90 Shilling Amber Ale. It's 5.3 ABV and it's mighty delicious. Um, I have no clue where you can buy it because it was a birthday gift. Yeah, it probably specs. I would assume your yeah, local, uh, I would, I would, I would your local spirits store. Um, so we've said a lot of negative about some of the other generations. Um I think um, the the millennials and the younger generations are actually really good with because they were raised on technology that they um, they've actually been conditioned to make things more efficient. Um, tasks at work, tasks in school, tasks around the house. They've been conditioned. They're lazy fucks, so they're they want to make things more efficient, and that's a good thing. It's okay to be lazy in that way. And and I appreciate that. Um, now, if we could take the boomer generation's work ethic, which I'm very lucky that my dad instilled into me, me your dad too. instilled into oh, you. Oh gosh, yes, both of my parents um, worked their. If we could off. take, if we could take the boomer work ethic, the uh, uh, Gen X Gen Y's hybrid um, ability to just go with the flow with everything, and the millennials ability to, to make everything efficient. I think we could create the perfect generation after that. That would require them working together, <laughs> which I know some generations are Shut good up, at, boomer. but I mean, your generation is the one who doesn't work well with others. You know what? I thought I did, but because you said that, fuck you, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to hear. I want to see it in the in the uh, uh, comments. I want. I. I don't want this to be a complete negative bashing of every generation. Uh, put something positive in of some of the other generations that you don't belong to, and something we haven't discussed. Something that will be like, holy shit, yeah, you're right. Um, I think well, another thing that that the younger generation has done really well with is how our kids. There's a lot less bullying in. And if there is a lot more people stand up for the people that are getting bullied and the nerds, like what are nerds now and what nerds were when I was growing up, it's weird because nerds are like popular now and, or, or even the jocks and the nerds hang out together. And that was unheard of when I was growing up, but are, are, are you there? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Damn it. I thought you were finishing your sentence. And every time I talk, you're like, oh, it's interrupting me. No. Go ahead. Sorry. I was, I was wanting you Sorry. to chime in. Oh, you did? Yeah. That required a 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it, there's a lot of dead air. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a millennial. I zoned out for a moment. Sorry. Oh, was the boomer talking? Let me focus. Oh, again. go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, if we weren't live on look, the air, I'd be saying some, some look, choice words. There, mm, You know, the older you get, the more your age doesn't seem that old. So yeah. then they start commenting on skinny jeans and the side part and everything. And I felt personally attacked. And then I started sympathizing with the boomers. And I was like, you know what? These people aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? I have been wearing, I've been rocking a side part, lucky perfume and skinny jeans since the word go. Okay. So I don't even feel bad about it. But I don't like the fact that this generation Z or whatever the fudge they are attacking us girls like me. So I don't like that. And that's my input. I am I'm totally okay with every generation making fun of me wearing Jinkos. You look, I can't be that person. You know, I was young. I was I was uh impressionable. I, I didn't make some very great choices, and Jinkos was one of those not so good choices. Uh, let's see. Jeff talks about boomers not spending money like crazy, which yeah, that's not all of them, but but a lot of them did. Oh, I have a question because someone put the word marriage out there. Um, that's another thing. Is JD and I were kind of old fashioned. Uh, I didn't. We didn't really want to move in together until we were married. Uh, we didn't have kids until we were married. Uh, we did move in together before because we we're paying two rents. Yeah, it was, it was it stupid. Was it didn't make any sense. Yeah, fiscally, it, was fiscally it was the right decision. Advantageous. But we did things the old fashioned, which is considered the old fashioned way. You know, you date, you get engaged, you get married, and you then you have kids and buy a house together. And apparently this has just gone out the window. Like they move in together right away. They have kids before they even get married or they never get married. And is this like a thing? Like, is this going to stay? Because this whole like attack on the whole uh, nuclear family or whatever they're, they call us. I don't like that. Why are we like demonizing having two loving parents who are committed to each other? The I th fuck? I honestly think that that is. They're just trying to make this one. Feel it's better. a trend, and number two, it's a very vocal minority. Oh, okay, good. Thank God, because it's like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? That's, I think I, I think across it, all generations right now, there is a very vocal minority that is just. Well, and my thing is, if that's the worst, let's go, Brandon. If that's the worst thing you have against me, oh, you did not dig anywhere deep. Like you are shallow surface, bitches. Like I'm telling you, I got plenty. For you to comment on. So that's the one thing. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You you did not watch a single episode of my podcast. That's for damn sure. Mm -mm. Like I got a yeah, hundred. The, the shit that we've gone through would have what? caused the divorce for 40 couples. 40 out of probably 47 out of 50 couples would have gotten divorced. They went through half the shit we did probably. Yeah. But I think every marriage but, that's functional or is at least working marriage probably feels the same way. Like, oh. We've been through fucking hell in a handbasket. And most we've been, people get divorced. We've been together, what, 18, almost 19 years? Almost 19 years, years yeah. Been married 16, almost 17 years. Mm -hmm. And I think, and this is going to be all ishy gushy and all whatever, you know, oh. fuck yourselves if you don't wait a like minute, it. Wait but. a minute, wait a minute. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, go, go ahead. I, I just, I want all my focus on you. You're going to ruin it. Oh. It's over. You lost the moment.
You didn't even say it. I know you ruined the moment. How did I ruin something that never even happened? It was about to happen. I ruined something that was about to happen. Yeah. What I was gonna say is that cat interrupts me less and you're such a liar. <laughs> he was gonna fucking say that. Because that wouldn't even be true. That would have been a bold place lie. No, uh, no, actually I was gonna say, you know, it's been it, you for you younger people that are married. Man, it's like you have to make it through that first 10 or 12 years because I don't think I understood love or was in love as much back then as I have been the last two or three years. And I think a lot more of it just makes sense with maturity and age. With me? (laughs) Mostly, yeah. Um, So so a lot of marriages just don't get the chance to grow to what they can be because people give up too fucking quickly. I have a question for you. Cause you, you brought that up the other day too, how you feel more in love, more connected, right? Yeah. More so than, than previously. Yeah. Do you think that's, cause I'm a firm believer in once you get to know yourself and love yourself and truly accept yourself for who you are, it opens you up to like so much. And like, I had that aha moment years ago. Do you think it's that? Do you think you're finally having that like whoa moment where you're accepting yourself and loving yourself, which allows you to love someone else more fully? I know I'm getting deep on here. I haven't even made a dick joke yet. Oh, they're they're coming. The dicks, did you get the dicks are did coming? Did you get in touch with yourself? <laughs> I, I got in touch with myself. It was some really shitty toilet paper. I'm, I really don't want to talk about right, it. The answer though, I'm just wanting to. Know. Uh, do you think it has anything to do with that? I mean, it was yeah, for me. it's it's definitely partially. Um, becoming more comfortable with myself, understanding myself better, forgiving myself for a lot of shit. But I also think it was just maturity, wisdom, and just growing. I mean, even though we, we talk so much shit on this show and it's all a bunch of just toilet up, humor. He woke up one day and was like, no, buddy. I also think that it's not... Put up with I think that shit. It's, it's not the, <laughs> that I'm not gone four-fifths out of the year now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's... We do drink on the podcast, but we don't drink the way we used to. No. Uh, I mean, even I I think it's a lot of different things. Even when we drink with our friends the other day, I don't really do shots anymore. Like I do jello shots. Okay, that doesn't really count. I make them and like you have to have like four of those to get four four, was a four or five of them to get one shot. So if you think about it over time, how long it takes for me to take four or five jello shots, it's yeah, no. So I don't do shots anymore because I know that I something's coming out of me and it's not going to be pretty. So I just avoid them. Yeah, I just avoid them. So yeah, that's a part of maturity though. Like you avoid the things that'll ruin your marriage or ruin your life. Like hookers, you go the fuck. Hookers are going to ruin your marriage. (laughs) Nine times out of ten, they're going to ruin your marriage. Hookers? Yeah. I they're just catty, you know. I mean, if they were sweet people. Or for all the mess. <laughs> <laughs> the STDs. It's like to stop sharing the love. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Hookers will. Yes. <laughs> hookers will ruin your marriage. A yeah, hundred times out of a hundred. A hundred times out of ten, they'll ruin your marriage. A hundred times out of ten. hundred times out of ten, they will ruin your marriage. <laughs> but uh, what what's the statistics now? It's like it's, it's over 50% of marriages in divorce now. Um, because generation, because they give up so easily. But that's the thing. A lot of them are getting married now, so maybe the percentage is going down. You know what I mean? 
because no one's getting married. I mean, and, and to anybody that's divorced, I'm definitely not, you know, talking shit or anything like that. I, I don't know your circumstances. Yeah, I'm just, fuck. We all oh shit. I'm just talking out of my ass. And I, I said on the show before there, we have gotten to that point where it would have been easier to get divorced. And we're just way too mother freaking stubborn to give up. And it's cheaper to keep her. I know. Yeah. It was way cheaper to keep JD. Mark says a drunk ass cat wants to fight or fuck. Just ask JD. That's factual. That is a very look, factual statement. Look, Mark is the only one besides JD on this show right now that has seen that cat come out. The only one. I'm saying it. I'm tagging it and I mean it. I'm slapping that shit down. Besides JD, the only other person that is watching this show, the other five of you or whatever that are watching the show right now, Mark's the only other one that has seen that. So there's that. And that's why Kat doesn't do that. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that really well, you happens. You know, I would be so bad if you weren't talking about hookers and blow all the time. So basically, at least I'm only fault. talking about it, not doing it. Oh, I be- mean, if I was, because that's okay. If I was snorting hookers and fucking blow, you'd be pretty pissed. Yes. If you were fucking <laughs> <laughs> snorting hookers, I'm going to start calling you Brandon. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so nice. no, <laughs> so bad. And I have this thing about I'm smelling. Not I don't like that. I don't like someone's breath on me. So if JD comes and smells me, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the fudge. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Guess what's happening? That slap you heard? That was my vagina slapping shut. Like, nope, no entry. Yuck. I don't like it. It creeps me out. It's a fuck no. What? Nothing. What's mm-hmm. I didn't say you better that. say, and she smells so nice too. It's really disappointing, you bastard. But I, you just said I'm not allowed to smell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't smell me. Smell your beard. It probably smells like me. It's fine. <laughs> Did you get all the cat off? All <laughs> yeah, the cat all the cats off. <laughs> if you get it, you get it. If you don't, yeah. I'm not explaining it nope. to you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Like if I burp and someone says it smells like JD's cock, it, it's 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 a thing. It's just- no, there is a story behind that. Yeah. <sighs> so we were living in Kyle, Texas, just south of Austin. Um, mm-hmm. Her oldest sister. Surely we told this. Is is uh, uh, is married to a military guy. Surely we told. They this were story. hey shush. They were. Uh, Getting stationed at Fort Hood, we were, which is only a couple hours away. So we're like, "Hey, just come live in our place for a couple of weeks while you get, um, get situated and everything." Get so a we, house, yeah. yeah. Get a house, yeah. And uh, well, they had moved in, and it was taking a while to get to find that house and everything. And finally, there was some alone time where them, all the kids, everybody was gone. We're like, "Let's come on!" And uh, so we're afternoon delight. Getting at it when we hear everybody get back. Like, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I can't just finish on command. So it it was what it was. And so we go back downstairs. It was what it was. <laughs> and uh, she is <laughs> she is a glowing because I threw that out. shit down. Time Good. out. Time out. I have a question. Uh, anytime you're in the bathroom for a while, can I knock on it and say, is it is what it is? <laughs> Only if you say it in Spanish. Wait, S C K. Wait, wait, wait. I hold on. I can do this. I have to spell something. 
right? I'm close, aren't I? In Spanish, it is what it is, is S-O-C-K-S. You spell socks and you can say it is what it is. S-O-C-K-S, So to digress, we go back downstairs and her sister and her sister's husband are sitting on one couch and we're sitting on the other couch and we're just kind of bullshitting and Kat goes, and without skipping a beat, I'm like, man, it smells like my cock. And her sister and brother-in-law thought it was just as funny as I did and it was brilliant. That's not... Now... Fast forward. No. Ooh. Fast forward to the next family holiday with her father there. <laughs> and my brother-in-law tells her father this story. And he thinks it's he just as funny as... He did not. You did. And he chimed in with, oh, you should see the cat's face. She was like, you could tell that he was being serious. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And so now I can't burp. This is years later. I mean, what? 10 years since this. Yeah, I still, longer than that. still can't burp around my dad without him being like, hmm, smells like your husband's cock. Okay, that's not funny. Like, you're my dad. See, you. that's true love right there. Ah. I think that's around the time your dad actually started liking you too. When he, when my breast smelled like your dick, I don't think that's why my dad likes I mean, I, you. I, I'm not saying that I don't think causation and oh, correlation are the me. same. Well, he's like, oh, at least I won't have another grandkid. She's giving mouth that. No, it's not like that. God, wow. I just think that's about the time that it all started to, <laughs> I don't to come together. And yes, Michael, that beard is the flavor saver. Oh, yeah. Not my breath. <laughs> His beard. <laughs> it's so salty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just eat popcorn? Yes. Popcorn. Very salty, buttery popcorn. Lots of popcorn. This took a horrible turn from generational uh, uh, battle royale. I have no idea how we got here. Yeah, but I I say that on ninety percent of the shows, I have no idea how we got here. This is how we got there. Oh no! I pregame on like the golf course today. De- oh fuck you, man! I'm one deep. There's no way it's that. I sobered up from the golf course. I'm so pissed! I lost my three strokes too. I bet you did, you dirty bitch! Boom! <laughs> 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 now we're playing best ball and it, it I was mad because three strokes. We we started we 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 made the turn when it to hold ten. We're, we're gonna down talk, by five. We're gonna talk about golf. That's what we're gonna do on the show. We're not but, talking about golf. But so I got a free beer out of it. So so y'all tell us in the in the comments. One, did you get spankings as a kid? And two, do you whoop your did you whoop your kids' butts? So we want to know. Like if you got spanked and you don't spank. We want to see, like, tell us about that. Or if you got spanked and you do spank, you know, because like we both were spanked. Me more so than him. Me, you don't know you weren't me, there. I know your sister told me, Kathy, you're on here. Tell the truth. JD was the golden baby child who never got spanked. I've heard her talk about it. Oh, she's full of shit. I got spanked. Rarely is what I was told. Well, rarely. I can't help it that I was well behaved. You weren't. I've met you. I, I was well you. behaved until I was too old to get spanked. That is then you were not too old to get spanked. Mm-mm. You're not too old to get spanked now. I mean, that's different. I mean, adults like it. It's weird. I got to still toe try, boot in the you, ass. And yes, I spanked my daughters. Yeah, you try Good your entire... You, Good for you. You try your entire youth to not get spanked and then spend your adult <laughs> trying to get spanked. You're like, I've been bad. I've been, I've been real bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and oh, I've done it before where JD like spanks one of our sons. I'm like, when you're done with him, 
I I did it too. I think I broke it also. Whatever it is, I think uh, spanking is something that if done properly should be happen less and less and less and less because it's because you're you're teaching them. Yes, I'm a full believer of of negative reinforcement. We spanked when they were little, and now our I don't remember the last time we spanked our 13 year old. It's been years. Yeah. Years. Both of so, our older yeah. kids. It's been a while. Like our six-year-old. Okay, yeah. But there are there's buildup to it. It's not like we go from ninety to nothing or whatever. It's it. Look at me. You know what you're doing is wrong, right? So next time you do it, you know I'm gonna spank you, right? Yep. Okay. They do it again. Look at me. You know I'm gonna spank you because you did this and I told you not to, right? Yep. So I make them tell me back that they understand that this is a direct results of them being a dick boom and parenting oh mark just commented on uh what i was gonna bring up is i envy my dad because he had the look oh yeah and he also had oh the voice your dad the the quieter he spoke the more shit you knew you were in because if his vocals got down and his teeth never separated when he talked to you and he had that fucking look and, and I don't think he knife hand. I knife hand, but he didn't knife And see, hand. Mark says, uh, the other Mark says, uh, I was scared to death to piss my dad off because he'd beat my ass. Look, me too. And my, and my dad might be on here. Love my parents. My dad scared the shit out of me as a kid. Now he's a big puss puss. I'm just kidding, dad. I love you. Don't beat my ass. <laughs> you know what's different is every single adult on my block had permission to whoop my ass. Oh, God, if yeah. I was and down I the street and I was doing something stupid... And they beat my ass, and I told my parents, my mom and dad were like, "Did you deserve yeah. it?" Yeah, but no and this life. is how you know you're close friends. Fritz and Lindsay, us, we're around each other, and our kids know that the other parents can beat their ass too. That's how you know you got close friends. You know, Aunt Lindsay's gonna beat your ass if you're bad. So there you go. She's got my permission to do it. I'll I'll oh, hold man. her hair back. I don't even the, care. Growing up, there was a uh, Eric Walker grew up down the street from me, and. I want to say this, and I don't want it to be taken racist. I just want you to understand this particular story falls under a certain generalization, but she was the old gospel black mom. You know, you know everybody can picture that. Eric's mom? Yeah, oh, Eric's mom, Miss yes. Walker. Yes, she is. She was, she was mama Sweet. to every kid in the neighborhood. She was mama. But if you fucked up at her house, you went into her backyard, you grabbed a switch, you pulled the twigs off of it, the mm. leaves... And you you weren't getting a big one either. And you weren't getting one that was going to break easy. You were getting one of those nice green, like eighth inch thick ones. That's like, okay, look. So speaking of that. (laughs) Oh yeah. Miss Walker. This this weekend we were sitting in the hot tub with a bunch of our friends. And one of my friend's husbands, Edgar was making some snide ass comments and was like, and then got out of the hot tub to go pee and was like, stop looking at my junk. Ho, ho, ho. Joking around thinking he's hot shit. And I said, look, sweetheart, you know what you remind me of? You remind me of when my dad told me to pick the switch off the tree. And I, I, <laughs> I picked the skinny one thinking it was going to hurt less. And I was like, somewhere in there, there's a compliment. <laughs> Find it. <laughs> said you pick the little switch because you don't think it'll hurt. And I was like, and it stings like a motherfucker. And he's like... I, I, I don't remember something about him hitting every wall on the way in. I don't know. I, but anyway, slapping but yeah. the sides, but not hitting bottom. Not, not very nice, but still, you know, when they ask for it, they ask. Man, that's all got me reminiscing. I miss the block. 
It's sad to drive down that street now, though. Why don't you rub it in, man? I didn't have that. I have that now. Now I'm Daniel and Deegan's mom. <laughs> we're the Halloween house now. Yeah, we are. We are the Halloween house. So and Mark were, Rams was here for Halloween. That shit was. And they were talking dope. about, uh, I guess, one of our neighbors. Uh, does free range parenting. Anyone know what free range parenting is? Neglect. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Someone get him a prize. It is parents who just let them go. They don't do shit to their kids. They let them do whatever, whenever. They don't punish them. They don't take care of them. They're learning one life of their, lessons. One of their babies wound up like three blocks away and they had to go door to door trying to find the parents. Yeah. Free range parenting. Yeah, that's what she called it. That's what she called it. Like it's somehow good. And I was like, <laughs> look, I'm raising my kids to be independent and to be independent thinkers. Not a problem with that. They have chores that they have to do around the house. You know, they have to build character. They re they realize the, the the amount of a dollar and how much it takes for us to earn what we have, you know. But free range parenting. There's a there's a difference between that's just lazy. Just letting your kids do whatever they want yes. with the idea of they're making their own mistakes. And then also letting your kids make their own mistakes, but teaching them that yeah. there are repercussions to their actions, be or, it good or, or repercussions, bad. you know, either way. Repercussions. Repercu repercussions. Re, not re. Yeah. It's repercussions. Repercussions. Oh my God. I married that sentence. Yeah, you did. <laughs> are, you, are you regretting the repercussions of your decisions? <laughs> Every life choice up until this moment is being regretted right now. Or regretted, according to you. <laughs> oh my God, Mark says now they have electronic babies. Okay, I have to admit. Electronic I've, babysitters? I've used the phone and the TV as a babysitter when I've had to get shit done. Yes, but you were here in the house. You were on the front porch or in the backyard doing yard work and stuff. It wasn't like but you it is convenient. left or and getting left a haircut. them at home. Or getting a haircut. Dude, watch some Netflix on the phone. Don't turn it too loud. Again, Let me get my fucking haircut. You're right there. Your your baby's not gonna die. You know, your kid's not gonna die. It's right there. You know, that's a little different. Eh. Yes, free range. Like in raising chickens, like free range chickens, but with children where they just don't do shit. But I think free range has, has kind of been around for every generation. Hmm. It's called neglect. Like you it said, would, it's, it's it was, just... It's, it was the same parents that would send their kids to go get them a carton of Marlboros back in the day. Oh, look. Those were free range Is parents. Misty on here? I'm going to have to send her a friend request. She needs to join this group. Misty's mom was like that. So. I can't even say <laughs> Go get me carton tomorrow. Paul she loved her kids. She loved her kids, but she would send them for, yeah. I think my brother and sister were the last ones in their high school to where they actually had a smoking section in the high school. What? Like they were they were allowed to smoke in the quad during lunch. Yeah, we just hid behind the coke machines and smoked. <laughs> Because there, you had you had the line of like soda machines, the vending machines, and there was a space just big enough for our scrawny asses to fit through. High school bathrooms, the windows uncranked, and, and there was a the windows uncranked. There was like a utility closet behind all these vending machines. We'd go right in there and smoke our cigarettes right before. Speaking school. of which, I made an oopsie at work, and I don't I don't even think I told you this in your pants. No, okay, look, I was orientating a new hire. <laughs> And I was talking about a 
certain person that I know who will put tape over the cameras on their laptop and who once upon a time put tape over my camera on my cell phone. And I made the con- this night ass comment of the government doesn't give a shit. They don't want to sit there and watch you smoke pot. Like they don't care. Like you're not a terrorist. They don't care. And my phone's already seen my face a hundred times anyway. If they want to watch me, who cares? So I made that comment and he said that my orientee goes, well, you know, pot makes you paranoid, doesn't it? Like, isn't that what they say? And I go, well, it depends on the pot. And he kind of stops and looks at me and I was like, <laughs> or so I've heard. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've smoked pot two times in my life and it was prior to joining the military and I was experimenting. And, and you're such was... a liar. So I was like, or so I've heard. And he, and he went, Oh, and I was like, shut up. You've been to Amsterdam. He goes, yeah, I have. And I was like, so, you know, too. So shut up. Like, but I was like, oh shit, a new fucking hire. I'm orientating him. I'm a supervisor. And I totally let it slip. <laughs> I was like, well, it's not like you fucking smoke weed now. No, that would be illegal. <laughs> no, we don't. That would be illegal. We don't partake in anything that would be illegal and moral or unjust in this household. And I would never do that because it's illegal. If you believe every word I just said. (laughs) (laughs) It's illegal. We don't do that. It's illegal because the state of Texas knows what's best for me. (laughs) Yeah. The government knows what's best for us. We should just accept every mandate they give us with a grain, you know, a grain of salt and just move about our day. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Mark, I'm putting it on here. You shouldn't put that. Oh, look, Zay, hold on. The Mark said smoking pit in high school. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We had several places in high school we did. He said, My dad was a pothead, and he told me when I was 10 that if I was going to smoke it, he wanted to do it with me first. Uh, I am okay with that. You know, most yeah. of my friends have smoked weed with my mom more than I have because I've smoked weed with my mom this many times. I may have done that once, like twice or three times here, four times. I've done that once or twice. Of course, it was all out of state where it was legal too. Yes, it was in Colorado, Colorado. because I go to Colorado all the time. Of course, it Which, was. We're going back to Colorado next summer, and it was years ago. I would never do it where it's because we're going to Lake City. It's, it's gorgeous up there. We gotta find out. Is where that where we're going this summer? I thought we're gonna go to Hawaii after all. I guess not. We'll go next year. We keep pushing it back. Uh, we're supposed to go in 2020. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> that, COVID. That prevented us from going to Hawaii in 2020, and then our house flooded that same year. So oh 2020 just kicked us in the day. Michael, Michael brought up the uh, arcade. arcade by high school. Oh, that was his the one. Aunt owned that. Yeah, Aunt Lauren Woody owned it. And I got out of school at like 11 o'clock, 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> my senior year. I only had like three classes. So I worked the arcade and yeah, I'd sit there and smoke my Marlboro Red 100. Look, Mark. Yes. Once. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mark. <laughs> you only saw it once. Maybe. Uh, oh, wow. Look at him. Dude. So the other Mark says, dude, my dad had a roach clip that looked like a house key. I still have it. LOL. I don't partake, though. Of course, you don't partake. Of course, you don't partake. It's illegal, Mark. Of course. I totally get that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, none of us partake. No. Except for Nick. 
but he's not watching right now, but he does. He was a, he was a former guest. He's one of our sponsors, but he's yes. lives in Colorado. He lives where it's in legal. Colorado, and he does. Him and his wife do, and no problems. Good for them. Because it's legal there. Oh, Mark said, oh, he meant him and Betty, not me. Huh. Yeah, yes, you, Mark, because I, I don't, Mark. But, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it is about that time. I know Kat's got to get up for work. I got to get up and do spelling tests with the kiddo before he goes to school in the morning. So, uh, thank you for tuning in live. We absolutely appreciate it. We love it. Can't do it without our sponsors. Man, so, like, it was nice to brewing. do this live again and have y'all comment. Oh, uh, yeah, we so missed the the interaction. So we'll be live um, for the next two yeah, to three weeks. Yeah, there's only so many times we can look at each other and talk to each other before we're like, we're gonna need marriage counseling again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need we need you. We need you. You uh, make our marriage. A better person. <laughs> so uh, don't forget that you can find all your old episodes on your favorite podcast streaming uh, platforms. Apple, um, Google, Spotify, Spotify. Um, Auda, uh, Audacity, all the good Is ones. Is it on YouTube? Someone, yes, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um, so go check out all the old episodes like that. Make sure you invite all your friends to the South Plaza Shelves with our school Facebook subscribe. page. <gasps> Smash and subscribe. Subscribe. that's what you're supposed to say. Uh, thanks for uh, Knucklehead Media Group for doing all the uh, post-production and distribution for this stuff. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, send us an email, send us a message. Uh, we're definitely looking for some guests for upcoming episodes. Uh, it's a shit show. Just be ready for it. Uh, yeah. With all that being said, we're going to close it out for the night. We love you guys. Thank you. If you're out driving and drinking, stop it. Get an Uber. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's illegal. Same drunk time, same drunk place next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. All right, talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.